Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MMM podcast. I'm Steve Madden. I'm the editor in chief and general manager of MMM. And joining me today is Stephanie Garcia, the chief people officer for Real Chemistry. Hi, Steph. Hi. Thanks for joining me. Um, this is uh, this is part of an ongoing conversation between MMM and Real Chemistry. It started uh, with talking a lot about uh, the vaccine, and we've moved on happily enough to uh, talking about back to work, getting back into the office, which is uh, going to be the topic of our conversation today. So appreciate you joining me, Steph. Where, where are you right now? Yeah, thanks, Steve. It's, it's great to be here. I am uh, currently in our San Francisco office, which is our headquarters. Real Chemistry is, is up to what, 2,000 employees now? 2,000. And uh, as the chief people officer, what, uh, what exactly are your responsibilities for those 2,000 people? Wow, um, a lot of responsibility. We, uh, you know, responsible for you know what hiring them, you know, getting them to come join uh, this rocket ship of a company that we're on, uh, and once they're here, really embracing them and providing you know the right experiences for them to have you know great careers and and ultimately you know connect to the to the purpose and the mission that we have as a company. You're you're pretty new in this position too, right? Yeah, been here about seven months. Tell us a little bit about your background. It's, it's pretty interesting. So a little bit about my background. Um, I like to start off by saying I did not start my career in HR, was really focused on customer relationship management, working with customers for, you know, a good six to seven years coming out of college. And then, you know, I made a conscious decision um, one point in my career to pivot into HR because I really saw the value and the impact that people working in, in an organization could have on the business and on its customers. Um, and I got a lot of energy around that. So I pivoted into HR. And when I did that, for me, it was about how do I really become, you know, the best uh, HR leader that I can be for myself with really great depth of experience and breadth of experiences. And so I've been very intentional about working in different industries and taking on different roles within HR, uh, which have no doubt really um, helped shaped the kind of leader I am today in tackling some of the biggest challenges we're dealing with today. Well, that's really interesting that you say that you've been in, uh, in other industries before you came into, uh, into Marcoms. What, what other industries have you worked in? I've worked in biotech industry. So, you know, good, you know, three or so years within healthcare. I worked in the fintech industry, uh, consumer focused businesses, uh, and then fast growing software as a service. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great to bring that, uh, that outside perspective. And the big project that you're working on now, of course, like HR people and executives uh, all, all across the country are, um, you know, I think I, I read recently in the Atlantic that about it's about 20% of the total work American workforce has been working from home. Uh, and we're fortunate enough to be in, in, uh, in a field that has been able to work remotely, but now everyone's itching to get back to work or are they? Um, so that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about. What's the strategy behind real chemistry's return to the office and what, uh, you know, what are sort of the pillars of, of the strategy that you've been implementing? Yeah, it's, um, I'd say it's, 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 you know, not definitely top of mind for, for chief people officers and, and for CEOs as well, as we're, we're all learning and guiding our organizations 
you know, keeping people and our employees at the forefront has been the number one part of our strategy. So, you know, first and foremost, it starts with listening to our people. Um, and that's what, that's where we start um, surveying them and, and really hearing from them where it is that they want to see them do the best work of their lives. Is it in an office? Is it working remote? What does that look like? So it start it started for us with listening to our people. And then based on what we've heard, you know, part of our strategy has been really taking a flexible approach to how we bring people back into to the office and what that looks like. Um, and really at the forefront has been empowering our people to choose, you know, to choose what's going to work best for them. Um, is what's going to work for best for them at an office? Is it in their home? You know, is it elsewhere? You know, that's really been at the forefront of our strategy uh, and along the lines um, our guiding principles have really been about following the science uh, and the data to and, help guide our decision making. Um, what? What? Uh, so, where? Where do you stand right now? Uh, we're recording this in early October. Uh, where do things stand with Real Chemistry's uh, people right now? Yeah. So we started to slow roll our office reopenings in the middle of July. And we're continuing to open. We have over 15 offices around the world. And so we have a, we have a task force that, that meets weekly and, and we assess and get ready and, and open up those offices. And as we do that, communication is key. Um, the health and safety of our, of our employees is key. And you know, as we reopen the offices, um, it goes, it's gone back to making a choice, right? Rather than requiring uh, folks to come into an office, we've said, hey, it's optional. You know, we've always had an optional and, and remote workforce, and so we're not requiring people to come in. So, um, but if they do want to come in, right, I, uh, I'm assuming that uh, working in the space that you do, that, uh, that you're encouraging people to be vaccinated. We are, we're not only encouraging it, for those that want to return to an office, we're requiring that they be right. vaccinated. It's what we do, Steve. We, we are here to help drive, you know, making sure there's awareness and adoption. It's really important work that we're doing. And so we, we require our employees, if they choose to come into an office, that they're vaccinated. I hear that. Um, we, we use a, a, like a hoteling app to book space. Are you guys doing something like that? Absolutely. So not only does the office-based scheduling technology allow us to ensure that we have the right amount of space uh, for folks that do want to come into the office, but it also enables us you know, to track, should there be an, an unfortunate outbreak, you know, we're, we're, it, it enables us to do that contract tracing, uh, mm -hmm. should it be required. So what if, uh, what if I'm an employee of uh, real chemistry, but I can't get vaccinated for, you know, for pre-existing health conditions or something like that? What are you doing? That, what would you be doing for me? Yeah, that is totally okay. So if there is a, if there is a reason, you know, whether it be, you know, medical or religious that somebody's not able to get vaccinated, they, uh, they come to talk to HR and we ensure they have the right accommodations. Um, and again, it's not required that they come into the office. So we support them. Great. Um, that's, uh, that's good to know. You, you said earlier, Steph, that this has been going on since uh, that you kind of returned to the office in July. So that gives you, what, uh, two months, two and a half months of, of data. What, uh, what are you seeing? What have you learned? 
We, um, so some of the things that we've learned is we, you know, we were the first to really come out and say that it's, it's optional, that it's not required. And we have learned that uh, that has really made a difference uh, from a talent attraction perspective, as well as, you know, continuing to provide uh, the right support and experience for our, our existing employees. So we, we've heard point blank from candidates that they've chosen to come here specifically because it, it's their choice and we're not requiring it. We were also the first to kind of come out and say it is required that you be vaccinated because, you know, the health and safety is is utmost priority for us. Um, and so I'm really proud of the fact that we were the first to kind of come out there and do that. And now, you know, we're kind of seeing that that mandate take shape, you know, across across other uh, companies. I say the other learning is you know, we have a small percent that's choosing to come into the office. And so we are learning and figuring out, you know, how to manage our our footprint and our real estate footprint across the globe based on, you know, the the, the number of people that actually do choose to come into an office. Real Chemistry's CEO, Jim Weiss, is a frequent frequent guest on uh, the MMNM podcast. Um, And it seems to me that every time I talk with him, he's in the office. Uh, How about you? Do you, uh, you like going in or prefer to stay home or how, how's this working for you? Yeah, I, I love, so I do come into the office every day. I love coming into the office every day. I sit right next to Jim. So, you know, coming in and, and onboarding, you know, into the role that I'm in, in uh, during a global pandemic, when people are remote, it was really important for me to be next to Jim and to physically come into the office. So I made that choice on day one. And then for me personally, I think the learning that I've discovered, you know, since stepping into this role is it's just, it's really been an effective way for me to, to onboard um, by being physically in an office and being in a space where I can really, you know, think and focus um, without some of the distractions that, you know, happen in, at home. So from an onboarding perspective, it's been highly effective for me to be here physically. Sure. And the other, uh, the other folks who come in and join you in the office, what, uh, what are you doing to can be a little daunting? I mean, my first day back in the office in uh, September was, it was weird. What are you, what are you doing to, to help people with the transition? We um, it's definitely a transition. It was, you know, it was a transition for me on day one. We provide a lot of support. Um, So as I said, it starts with ensuring um, the health and safety, right. Of our, of our employees that want to come in. So we, we over communicate, around our protocols that we're taking so that, you know, folks feel like this is, and know that this is a safe and healthy um, environment for them to come in and, and work within. It is a transition. And so we provide a lot of coaching support to our employees, should they choose to kind of make that transition. We, we have an internal coaching team, if that's an area that they want to take advantage of, that has been really instrumental in, in helping employees make that transition in, as well as helping to coach managers, right, on how to coach and navigate teams that are remote or within the office. Um, and we have a whole host of series of other, you know, support tools um, that are available uh, for employees to take advantage of, like Modern Health, um, the people team, you know, that I lead, obviously. So that's, that's those are some of the things that we do. Are you, uh, are you bringing in lunch? <laughs> um, we, we have lots of healthy snacks around the <laughs> office. <laughs> that's really important. It's, I know that we're, we're trying to minimize people going up and down on the elevators and, and everything else. So we're trying to make it as attractive as possible for them to, to, to stay put. So 
we've got healthy snacks too, but sometimes I don't want a healthy snack. So I still ride the elevator and go get a cookie in the coffee shop in the lobby, which I'm glad survived the, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I was a little bit worried about those guys, but uh, mm-hmm. they made it. So it's good news. Steph, it's one thing to encourage people, you know, to, to come back into the office and sort of nurture them through the weirdness mm-hmm. of, uh, of a return to actually coming in. But it's another thing to make sure they're safe because knowing that they're safe is something that's going to encourage people to come in. Um, what sort of steps is Real Chemistry taking to, to make sure that people are safe and that they understand they are? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, number one, it starts with our guiding principles um, and our people are first. That says that's number one, that's our number one guiding principle followed by science. And we follow the science and we let the data lead the way. Um, And we continue to reinforce that in all of our communications. We have a cross-functional team across facilities, legal, HR, uh, IT, um, that meets on a regular basis. And we are staying on top of the latest COVID-related data so that we can pivot or make quick decisions as we're rolling out um, new policies around how how to support our employees. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, some of the things that we are doing is we do require that our employees be vaccinated and that they keep proof of that vaccination on record. Um, That's for our U.S. employees. For our international folks, we're just requiring that they submit a negative COVID test before going into the office. Everyone is required to use our online booking tool. So Mm -hmm. by doing that, we know that we can space out the, the spaces Um, in terms of where employees sit, should they choose to come into an office, Um, and we're able to manage our conference rooms and space options, Um, and then should we have an outbreak, we can do contact tracing by using the online booking tool. And Steve, with with the recent sort of outbreak around the Delta variant causing concern, you know, we've then started to ask everyone that is in an office to wear their masks, right, That, that just helps ensure that we're continuing to follow the health and safety guidance. Everyone's favorite topic, right? Masks. <laughs> masks. So, um, so that kind of leads into my next question. Um, you know, masks are such a hot topic, you know, or a sore spot for a lot of different people. Well, for some people, it, it, uh, it, it's no big deal at all. And yet that sort of dissonance weighs heavily on people's minds and, and can be one of the irritants that, that affects people's mental health. And October's, you know, National Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. So I'm sure that if you've got this detail to plan, you've also got an approach to um, supporting people's mental health. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mental health uh, is a big part of our mission to make the world a healthier place. And so we've offered, um, we've always offered a number of programs to support mental health and wellness of our, of our people. And through the pandemic, we've expanded our programs and our benefits Um, to include some of the following. We have an internal coaching team, in-house certified uh, group of coaches that are available for either leadership development or change management or productivity as we're all navigating uh, this sort of dual hybrid work environment that we're in. So if employees feel they need sort of that internal coach, we have a great internal coaching team that they can reach out to. Mm -hmm. We've invested in Modern Health, our mobile app, um, and this, ben- this benefit also offers coaching sessions and, and therapy sessions. And what's great about modern health and how we've 
you know, rolled that out and expanded it for our employees is it's not just available to employees. It's a benefit that's also available to the spouses of our employees or to domestic partners, as well as adult dependents. We have our employee assistance program. We have a telecounseling program. So we've actually licensed with a clinical social worker that's here to support our, our people through any of the challenges or struggles that they're facing. Um, and then of course we offer access to light meditation. Um, that's an important program in terms of supporting overall mental health. So, you know, it kind of goes back to, I think the theme that you're hearing from me is it's, it's around choice, it's around options and really making sure that we, we provide on optionality, the right support uh, mechanisms that are going to work for our 2000 employees. I love the fact that you have a, a, like a regular meditation, um, a regular meditation set up because I find that enormously helpful. Um, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes, it's, uh, it, it just really helps me focus my mind and bring my blood pressure down. I can feel it. But that's because most of the time I'm working from home. And it sounds as if most of your employees are still largely working from home. And those folks need to be supported too. What, uh, you know, in the same way that you're supporting people coming in, what are you doing to support people who are still, uh, still at home? Yeah, no, absolutely. In addition to, you know, mental health being top of mind and front and center, you know, also wellness and development is, is a priority and making sure that our employees um, all have really great access to just taking care of their overall well-being. Um, and so some of the things that we've been doing is we've offered a stipend, you know, a wellness benefit stipend. So for folks to take advantage of things like massages or online gym memberships, or, you know, I think we've seen a wave of, you know, people setting up their own in-home uh, gyms. And so if they need gear to outfit their home gym, they, they can take advantage of the wellness benefit that we've put in place. We offer career development programs, um, especially a hybrid program. So to help people sort of get out of their lanes and learn new, learn new skills and gain experience and learn how to work together in this hybrid environment. And then bringing our inclusive culture and ways we stay connected in this hybrid approach, we've adopted ways um, to figure out rhythms and ways of working together. You know, we're continuing to stay fluid. That's one of our, our core values and how we bring our full real chemistry team together in town halls. Um, so we have regular town halls. We've had guest speakers like Trevor Noah, you know, come on and, and talk to our employees about, you know, and, and hearing about how we're really making a difference in the world around what we do about building vaccine confidence through the work of our clients so important to keep everybody connected that to, that to me you know i've been, i've been telling people that uh, winning the war is going to prove to be the uh, the easy part it's winning the peace that's that's going to be so difficult because you know people are um, people are still still working from home um, and need to feel uh, need to feel connected so it sounds like you guys are are doing a great job at uh, keeping a really large workforce uh, connected and, to, and keeping them safe. Steph, it's been great talking to you. I just wonder, are, are, there, are there any other things that, uh, that you wanna hit on that, uh, that you think we should know about what Real Chemistry is doing to, to, uh, with, the, with the return to the office effort? I think, you know, for me, the big takeaway is the sooner we all sort of lean into this new way in which we're, we're working together, um, this really is our, our new normal, so. Oh, that's great. I, first of all, I, I couldn't agree with you more. 
Uh, and second of all, the thought of having to ride New Jersey Transit five days a week again fills me with dread. The fact that I can conduct uh, such an interesting interview with someone like you entirely from the comfort of my son's bedroom um, is, uh, is warming my heart. My guest on the MMM podcast has been Stephanie Garcia, Chief People Officer for Real Chemistry. Steph, it's been awesome talking to you. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Okay. You've been listening to the MMM podcast. I'm Steve Madden, editor in chief of MMM, and we'll see you again real soon. Thanks, everybody.